Do you need help with your journey following Jesus? Has your Bible reading brought up some interesting questions? Um, I, I need a prayer request. Is I've heard um, pastors talk about you can't get to heaven just with good deeds. I was just wondering what you guys think. Is, the, is there a correlation between the seventh trumpet and Revelations as the last trumpet, or is he talking about some other trumpet? Finally, a place to get answers. We're ready to take your prayer request and answer your Bible questions. Call in at 303-690-3000. Let's join Calvary Live right now. And we do invite you to call in and be a part of the program. Welcome to Calvary Live to today's program. I am hosting today. My name is Jeff Figs of Calvary Chapel Greeley. So blessed to be with you and would love to talk to you about the things of the Lord. Love to take you to the word of the Lord. Love to pray with you as you give your prayer request. So you heard that call-in number is 303-690-3000 is the number to call, the call-in number. we got all open lines. Grab one of those open lines early, and let's talk about the things of the Lord. Let's encourage one another, as I have said over and over again, that this is your show. This is an opportunity for us to gather, and we're doing it over the airwaves, and we get to just be able to um, encourage one another. And the questions that you might have is a question that somebody else is thinking, or maybe perhaps as we have our discussion, because really the heart of the show is for you to call in and for us to talk, be able to go to the scriptures, to get clarity and understanding, to receive wisdom and comfort and instruction by the Word of God. But it ends up being a blessing to all the listeners that are out there, and we want to welcome you as you are tuned in to Calvary Live to today's edition those of you listening on Grace FM, you're listening live on this Tuesday afternoon. We got rain in the uh, listening area all the way from southern Colorado down in the Colorado Springs area, Pueblo and Fountain. We welcome you. Those listening on 101.7, give me a call. Love to hear from you guys in southern Colorado. 303-690-3000 is the call-in number, and that number is the same. For you listening in northern Colorado on 89.7, a huge signal that goes out uh, from Castle Rock, uh, Parker, up through the metro area into northern Colorado and southern Wyoming. Welcome, all of you. Love to hear from you. As we have rain moving into the area, we got some rain. It smells so fresh, doesn't it? I love it when spring comes and we get the rain. Matter of fact, heard the first clap of thunder of the year. Uh, this afternoon, and I love it when I hear the thunder for the first time. It really tells me spring is here. We're moving into a new season, and just be careful out there with the roads being wet, especially if you text us, which is another means, another way for you to be able to ask a question or to give a prayer request, and that text line is 720-336-0897. So I'm just waiting for the phones to ring and waiting to talk to you and encourage you any way that I can. As I said, I pray that you're having a blessed day. So wherever you're at, give me a call at the call-in number that I just gave to you. I want to welcome also those who are listening on the East Coast on Hope and Truth FM. You too are welcome to call in at 303-690-3000. And you are a week delayed as you're listening on those radio networks of Hope and Truth FM or any other radio network that you might be tuned in to Calvary Live. Uh, but you get to call in. We have our conversation. And then you get to listen to it a week later. 
And then we want to welcome all the online listeners as well. Maybe you're listening on your smartphone or your tablet or maybe the Grace FM website. We even have international listeners from different parts of the world as technology connects us together. So give me a call. Uh, I'm sure that there's some things on your heart, on your mind, that you got prayer requests. Um, we just want to minister to you and uh, just want to be able to to bless you in any way that we can. So the call-in number is 303-690-3000. The text line is 720-336-0897. Again, my name is Jeff Figgs. I pastor Calvary Chapel Greeley and so blessed to be with you. And so we got a couple open lines. Let's first go to Helen, who is in Denver. Helen? Hello. Thank you for answering my call. Yeah, you bet. You're on Calvary Live. Yes, thank you. Um, I lost hearing in my right ear going into the third week. I just woke up, and it was numb, and I couldn't hear out of it. They put me on antibiotics. They didn't help. They had me put hydrogen peroxide. That didn't help. And I went to a specialist yesterday, and they did the hearing test, which showed that I lost hearing in my right ear pretty severe. Um, So he gave me three things that could possibly have gone wrong. He said it could be a virus. It could be strokes in my ear, or I could have a tumor in my head. So they put me on some really strong steroids, which I started today. And then when I'm done, I have to go in for an MRI. Okay. All right. Helen, let's pray. As Father, we pray for Helen as uh, she woke up with lost hearing and in her ear. And, Lord, I just pray that you would bring healing to her. I I pray that, Lord, it wouldn't be um, anything serious like a tumor or a stroke uh, in her ear. But, Lord, we know that you can heal that. There's nothing too difficult for you. So I pray for your touch upon her. I pray that um, if it's a virus, it would go away, um, that the medication that she's receiving would help in that. But, Lord, you're the one that we just turn to because you're the great physician and that you would restore her hearing. And, Lord, that she would know that you love her and you care for her and your grace is sufficient. And, Lord, that at a time that, uh, Lord, that these things weigh heavy on her heart and on her mind, that you bring the comfort that she needs and that she would rest in you and what you're doing in her life. So, Lord, I just pray for Helen that you would just touch her, bring healing to her, minister to her, be the lifter of her head, and, Lord, the healing to her ear. And it's in Jesus' name that we pray. Amen. Amen. Thank you. Helen, Thank you so we'll much. be praying. And, and yeah. if you need more prayer, you be sure to call back, and we'd be happy to pray with you, okay? Yes, I will. Thank you. Okay, God bless you, Helen. Thank you. God bless you all. Mm-hmm. 303-690-3000, maybe you need prayer, maybe you have a sickness, maybe you have somebody that you know that's not feeling well, would love to be able to pray with you. And that's what the show is. It's really an extension of the pulpit to be able to pray with you and minister to you. And and uh, so call in with those prayer requests, 303-690-3000. We got a couple open lines. And then we have the text number, 720 336 
0897 is the text line. And be safe when you're texting. And you can text in a prayer request or a question. And love to go to that as we have time in the show. So grab one of those phone lines that are open. In the meantime, let's go to George and Evans. George? Yeah? You're on Calvary Live. Hi, Pastor Jeff. How, how are you? I'm pretty good. Um, good. I have a question about the rich man and Jesus. And he called Jesus good, and Jesus said, don't call me good because God's the only one that's good. Oh, isn't he God? Yeah, it's a good question. So the Synoptic Gospels um, that they uh, record that as the man came and said, you know, good master, what must I do right. to inherit eternal life? Which is which is probably the most important question that you can ask. Um, and matter of fact, it's interesting, George, because we're going to get ready to go over that text in just a couple weeks in our study of Matthew. And so Jesus answered, I'm reading from Matthew's account in chapter 19. He said, why do you call me good? No one is good but one, that is God. And so he comes asking this question, this rich, young ruler. He has everything that the world would desire. He's young, he's rich, he's a ruler, that means he has status, he has prestige, and it's interesting, he, he asks, what must I do? Good teacher, you know, good master. And Jesus is getting him to think. He says, why do you call me good? No one is good but one that is God. And in that answer, George, he, Jesus is not saying, don't call me good because I'm not God. He's trying to get that rich young man to think. You're calling me good. Do you realize that there's only one that is good, and that is God? So he's trying to get him to acknowledge that Jesus is God. Why do you call me good? Uh, Because that was, especially back in those days, with him being a ruler, uh, him being one that, as you continue to read through the story, that he kept the commandments. You didn't call anybody good um, except for God. So why are you calling me good? And I think Jesus, he's not denying that he's not God or he's not good. He's trying to get him to acknowledge, to draw him out, that you're calling me good. Is there a reason why you're calling me good? Because there's only one that's good, and that is God. So that's how Jesus is responding. So he's not saying he's not God. He's not saying that you shouldn't call me good. He He's simply acknowledging that he's the one that is good, trying to get the rich young ruler to acknowledge it himself. Well, thank you very much for that clarification. Yeah, and and um, and and so it's very clear. And you know, the thing about it is, is as you go through the the whole of the Gospels, we see that Jesus claims deity, that he claims to be one with the Father. That's why the religious leaders were out to get him, not just for the works, but you being a man, make yourself God, is what John records. And we also know that Jesus accepted worship, what only God could accept. He would forgive people their sins, which only God could do. So there's so much evidence that Jesus, he displays the the character of God, the the the, the he um, would acknowledge him as being one with the Father, and that he would accept the things that only God 
would accept, and that is forgiveness and worship and claiming to be deity, and he proved it by going to the cross and rising from the grave. So, you know, good question, George. Keep reading the scriptures, and and, um, good question that you just brought forth. Okay, thank you. Can I have one prayer for my niece? Yeah, absolutely, George. Anything anything particular? George, anything that we can pray for her about that you want to mention? She's been struggling with alcohol. She's been sober three days. Three days. Yeah, let's pray, George. Father, we pray for his niece. And, Lord, we know that drugs, alcohol is the destroyer. It, it, It brings just not only with it the addictions and but it brings trouble and difficulty and hurt and pain and bondage and everything else. So we pray that um, as she has been uh, away from it for a few days, that it would turn into weeks to months to years, that you would just keep her sober and that she would not even have a desire for it. I pray that you help George minister to her. And Lord, that we know there's freedom in Jesus Christ. There's nothing too difficult for him to work, to free us from the bondage that the world brings. So, Lord, free her from this, from alcohol. Free her from the temptation of it. And, Lord, that she would be one that desires not only be free from that, not influenced by alcohol, but just to to move forward in you and being sober-minded, renewing her mind with the Word of God. We pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Pastor. You bet. God bless you, George. Stay in touch, okay? Okay. Okay. 303-690-3000 is the number to call. That's the call-in number. We've got a couple open lines. Text line is 720-336-0897. So let's go to Melissa in Texas. Melissa? Hi, Pastor Figs. How are you? Hi, Pastor Figs. I'm good. How are you? You're on Calvary Live. I was calling because I just want to ask you, we moved here um, in 2019, actually from Greeley. We used to attend your church, and we have just had so much trouble finding a church. Every church that we attend, we attend for a little while, and then it's just soft preaching. There's no um, standing on God's Word. It's really just, you know, picking and choosing from the Bible, like all of these, like, feel-good, happy messages, and any church Mm -hmm. that we can find that maybe is, you know, more biblical, has almost no children's ministry. We have four children, and I just wanted to know, what would be your advice in trying to find a church in the days in which we're living in, where so, it just seems like nobody's standing on the Word of God anymore? <laughs> Melissa, I'm so sorry, <laughs> Melissa, and your four precious kids. You know, here's my first advice, move back to Greeley. Um <laughs> We would love to have you come back, but I know. I know you're there, and and that's where God has taken you. And it can be hard, and and it brings up um, something that I try to talk to um, families about, and then I'll I'll kind of try to answer your question more direct. But sometimes, you know, your job opportunities, like with you, take you out of state, and you need to go. Uh, where God leads you and directs you, and you got to trust that He's going to um, guide you and direct you. So one of the things that you can do where you're at, you can look at um, Calvary um, Chapel Association. They got a website and they got a church locator. And I don't know mm-hmm. if you've already done that or tried to, you know, 
uh, find a church in your area. What area are you in in Texas? We're in College Station, Texas, and we have looked at yeah. that, and there are a few really good Calvary chapels here, but again, then they almost have no nothing for the kids. <laughs> so it gets okay. just really and hard. that's difficult. We also yeah. homeschool, so it's like, how do you get community if there's no other kids? Yeah. Right, right. And I remember how important that was. And you know, here we have the Mom's Night Out. We, we have a, a number of yes. people, and that's important when you're homeschooling because we homeschooled all four kids, but I think just being a place of prayer, being a place where, because the scripture does say that not to forsake the assembly of ourselves together. And so you know that God wants you to be in church, to be in a community of believers, because one of the ways that the enemy can really bring a discouragement is when, you know, he can isolate you. And right now you're feeling that isolation, but you're also hungry so it may be a combination of things as, as you guys make a decision to go to a church where you have some community, where there's some Bible studies that, you know, men's study, lady studies, I don't know. I'm just kind of throwing some suggestions out there where you can go a little bit deeper. Sure. And then you can, you know, listen to, you know, that in-depth study that you're so used to with the Calvary Chapel. So you know, it may be a kind of a combination of things right now, but College Station is a big college town. I think it's where Texas A&M is. And, yes. um, yeah, and actually soon I almost ended up there many, many years oh. ago. Um, I was uh, actually uh, interviewing for a job for Texas A&M for their um, nursery of out in Nacogdoches of Forestry, yes. the head of the nursery and tree tree seedling program of all southern united states and um but it never yeah it never came to fruition and the lord had another plan but he's going to provide for you as you seek him and it may be a combination of things and you may not have the church where you got um you got the verse by verse but maybe not the children's ministry um and you just got to come to that that decision but you do know that the lord wants you to be in fellowship and just yeah. kind of take it from there. And but Melissa, don't be don't be isolated. Um, as frustrating maybe as you may feel, um, I think that's even worse to be around some believers, to develop those relationships, and it takes a little time, and to try to find some community even with the kids, um, because they're going to need that. And um, yeah, and that's important for them. So I wish I had a better suggestion for you. <laughs> That's but, okay. It's just frustrating. Or, um. <laughs> yeah. Or what I told you, come back to Greeley. <laughs> right. <laughs> so, I'll talk to my husband about that. <laughs> but but the other thing, Melissa, and I'll let you, let you go in just a minute, that, you know, I, I talk to families that, you know, because Colorado, um, they get concerned about the political atmosphere that we're going to move somewhere else. Make sure that you go to where you know that you can be in fellowship with other believers because that is of prime importance, and that's what we're hearing from you. And um, Texas is a great state, you know, um, but church is so important in the life of a believer and the life of a family. Um, and, you know, that has to be a priority um, when we move somewhere or when we consider moving somewhere. So let me pray yeah. with you, Melissa, okay? Okay, thanks, Pastor Fig. Father, I thank you for Melissa. I just I thank you for the time that we had them here, and it was just seeing their four precious kids, and, and uh, I know they're growing up, 
And Lord, I just pray that as they are in Texas and, and Lord, as they're just um, being um, planted there by you and that they would find a church that they can have their um, children minister to, they can have community and they can grow in the word of God. I pray you take them to the right place. I pray that you would guide them and direct them. And Lord, knowing that you want them to be in fellowship and that you would bless them in every way. And it's in Jesus' name that we pray. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Pastor Figs. Hey, Melissa, say hi to those kids for me, okay? I will. Okay. We miss you, you guys. We Love miss you, you too. too. All right. Bye-bye. Bye. 303-690-3000 is the number to call. That's the calling number. I believe we got all open lines right now. The text line is 720-336-0897. Just a little advice from old Pastor Jeff. And that is, you know, um, sometimes people say, well, I'm going to move out of Colorado, move somewhere. And I understand, especially, you know, having small kids. And a lot of times people move because the jobs um, take them there and they have to move. And, um, and, and that's, you know, part of, of life and, and uh, in the case with Melissa and her family. But whenever we feel like that we, we're going to go somewhere, for, for, you know, church is so important. And, um, and I, I think that, um, that we can go somewhere and um, sometimes we get isolated, sometimes we get frustrated. And uh, if you are in a good church, that is a wonderful thing. And um, that is a, a blessing, and we never want to take that for granted. So I just want to encourage you that um, those are considerations when moving or you're wondering if you should move or whatever, that your spiritual life has to be up there as a priority. And for your kids or for your grandkids or, or whoever it might be, to have that community, it's important for us to be in fellowship with one another, to encourage one another, especially in the day in which we're living in. Because I'll tell you what, the enemy wants to do nothing more than get you isolated in your family. And as, you know, he does, he can bring great discouragement. And, um, you know, it's it's um, important for us to not forsake the assembly of ourselves together, especially as you see the day approaching and we're seeing the day approach. So just want to give a little bit of encouragement, uh, some things to think about as you make decisions, you know, concerning different things and and uh, God will guide you and bless you as you do that. We got a couple open lines. The call in number is 303 690 3000. The text line is 720 336 0897. And let's go to Hanover, Pennsylvania. Gene is on line two. Hi, Gene. How are you doing, Pastor? Good. How are you today? I'm doing fine. I've got a uh, scripture here. In Matthew chapter 19, verse 24, and you could probably quote it verbatim without me even telling you what it says. <laughs> about the cap, about the cattle going through the eye of a needle. My granddaughter said, "Grandpa, what's this mean?" And I was absolutely flabbergasted. I couldn't, I couldn't think. And I said, "I'll find out." And I'm, I'm asking a good man now. Could you explain that to me, please? <laughs> well, thank you. You know, Jesus, um, he talked to the rich young ruler in chapter 19. And right. he told the rich young ruler, go and sell that, all that you have, give it to the poor, and right. come follow me. And the rich young ruler went away, right? And yep, right. I think it was Warren Worsby that said that 
the rich young ruler was the only one that came. He worshiped Jesus and left in a worse state. And so Jesus wasn't saying that you have to leave all, you know, or give everything away to, to go into heaven. And this is where the disciples were a little bit confused. And he said, and I'm going to read it for the sake of our listeners, that yes, Jesus please. said to his disciples, Surely I say to you that it's hard for a rich man to enter the kingdom of heaven. And again, I say to you, it's easier for a camel to go through an eye of a needle than for a rich man to enter the kingdom of God. And then when his disciples heard it, they were greatly astonished, saying, Who then can be saved? But Jesus looked at them and said, With man this is impossible, but with God all things are possible. Now there's a lot there to just kind of pull together very quickly to answer your question. And that is that he says it's hard for a rich man to enter into the kingdom of heaven. And he likens it to a camel going through the eye of a needle. Now, in Israel, you can go to Israel, and we've taken trips to Israel, and sometimes there are those who will say that the eye of a needle was a little opening in the wall of the city. The Jerusalem had a wall around it, like most, most ancient cities, and they had gates, and they would close the gate uh, on the Sabbath, or they would close the gates in the evening, and so if you came after dark or you came in the night and you had a camel that had uh, your goods on, what you could do is you could use what was called the needle gate. And the needle gate was something that um, even there are those who, who in Israel will say, if you pay me money, I'll take you to the needle gate. And if you take all the load off the camel, get the camel on its knees and push the camel through the needle gate, it takes a little work. It takes a little strain. Uh, it takes a little effort. You can get that camel through the needle gate. There are those who interpret it that way, but here's the truth. There's no such thing as a needle gate. Okay. Um, so that's made up. Jesus is talking literally about the eye of a needle, uh, like you use for sewing. And of course, it's impossible. Jesus said, with man, it's impossible, but with God, all things are possible. The, the Pharisees, when you read Luke's narrative, they were wealthy. You l- read Luke chapter 16, they were into wealth, they were into prestige, they would deride Jesus, you know, come against him. And Jesus uh, is telling the disciples something very important. The rich young ruler had something that was wrong. He was pointing something out to him, and that is your possessions are possessing you. Is keeping you from following after me. And so Jesus is saying, for those who are rich, there's a self-reliance that's there. Um, there's not a dependency upon the Lord. And it, it can be very hard. There, It's not a sin to be rich, um, Gene. We know that Abraham was rich. He was a friend of God. David was wealthy. He was a man after God's own heart. Solomon was richer than anybody in the history. He had the wisdom of God. Joseph of Arimathea, who prepared Jesus' body for burial, he was wealthy as well. So what Jesus is saying with man, you know, he's not saying if you push and strain and you work hard enough that you can make it to heaven. He's saying it's impossible to make it without God and that there needs to be a dependency upon him. And what happens is man thinks that because I'm rich, and that's what the Pharisees were teaching, that they were automatically saved. That was the blessing of of God. And Jesus is saying, don't think that way. And um, and so 
you know, there's nothing. It's the love of money that's the root of all evils, what Paul writes to Timothy. Yeah, it's the love of money and and the pursuit of money and the priority of money. And that's what the rich young ruler is teaching us, and that's what Jesus is saying. But with God, all things are possible. It's only with Jesus Christ that we can have salvation, rich or poor. Uh, my granddaughter said, well, we're rich, can't we get to God? And I explained to her, I said, no, honey, yeah. it doesn't mean that. And I tried to, and I said, I know what I'm going to do. So I picked up the phone and I called you. Good. And now now Good. that you've told me that, and I always plead what you said before about the, mm-hmm. the little hole there where you push the camel through. And I said, yeah. that just don't sound right. Anyways, no. anyways, my, my granddaughter has accepted the Lord uh, a month ago. Praise and God. And I'm, I'm just absolutely unbelievably happy. Praise God. She is. Uh, Praise God. Hey, call us back anytime you hear the music. It's the break. Be right back. Welcome back to Calvary Live. Give us a call at 303-690-3000 or text us at 720-336-0897. Let's join Calvary Live right now. Welcome back to the second half of Calvary Live. My name is Jeff Biggs of Calvary Chapel Greeley with you this afternoon, this evening, wherever you're listening. Maybe you're listening internationally and it's early morning the next day. Um, We're so glad that we can all join together wherever you're at. And you just heard those two numbers that you can be a part of the show. We got a couple open lines. Love for you to call in 303-690-3000 is the call-in number, so call and ask your questions and uh, give your prayer requests, and we got plenty of time in the show till we get to the top of the hour for you to be able to do that. And the text line, of course, 720-336-0897, so I'd love for you to be able to call. We've had some great discussions in the first half. Gene, if you're still listening, um, you know, um, if you're listening online, um in Pennsylvania. So glad for your call. What a blessing. And just rejoicing over his his granddaughter that came to the Lord. I love to hear those those things. So got a couple open lines and uh we're just going to continue to be encouraged and blessed in every way in this show and um love for you to be a part of that. So give me a call at three oh three six nine oh three thousand. Let's go to Karen in Loveland. Hi Karen. Hi, how are you? Good. You're on Calvary Live. Yes. Um, I was listening to the young lady earlier about how she was having, she moved to Texas from Greeley. Uh huh. And I moved to London, or actually went to Colorado from Phoenix, Arizona in 2019. And my husband and I were separated. But now we're back together, having a blessed, (laughs) beautiful time with the Lord. But. We can't find a home church, and I've been looking ever since I moved here. And I moved from Windsor to Loveland, Colorado, to go with my dad because I got a beautiful job from uh, from uh, a pre previous coworker who was in the military with me, um, uh-huh. and he offered me a job at his business. So that's why I moved out here. But we can't find a home. And I've been to several churches. I've been to Calvary uh, here in Loveland, the little one. And uh, right. I'm trying to find a home. I, I miss 
Yeah. I miss serving so much, and I miss yeah. going to church and fellowshipping with fellow Christians. When I don't have any friends really out here except where I work, and um, also, um, <laughs> I lost my train of thought. Having a place well, to go to fellowship, yeah. and and I feel like the longer I'm away from church and away mm-hmm. from fellow Christians. The weaker my my yeah my um, with the Holy Spirit yeah and, and I don't want to lose that I love no, the Lord so much yeah and I can hear it Karen I I'm so glad that um, you know that God's working in your life but our spiritual life and having fellowship with one another is so important I can't emphasize it enough um, and you know finding the church um, that you know you can be fed and be a part of. And, you know, just asking the Lord to guide you and direct you over there in Loveland. You know, you're not that far from Greeley. I know it's a little bit of a drive, but we're just right off Highway 34. So, you know, I personally give you an invitation to come and see and check us out. We got people that come from Loveland. We got people that come from Fort Collins, from all over Weld County, Milliken and Johnstown. And and they don't mind to drive in. But, you know, it's it's what what the Lord puts on your heart, but you're touching on something that's so very important. And that is to be in fellowship. God made us to fellowship with him and he made us to fellowship with one another. One of the things that, um, that I'm going to do here, uh, in a short time, sometime I've done this before is, you know, we go up to, um, particularly in the springtime in May to Yellowstone and we go to the Lamar Valley, and the Lamar Valley is where they introduce the wolves. And we're hearing a lot about wolves and stuff. But the wolves, if you watch them through spotting scopes and, and watch what they do, their tactic is when they go after a herd of elk or they go after a herd of bison or, you know, or whatever, is that they'll isolate one of the animals. And that right. way they can make their attack. Well, it's the mm-hmm. same with the enemy. And Peter says he's like a roaring lion seeking whom he may devour. And yes. that's one of his tactics that I believe that he uses is to isolate Christians because, you know, there's strength in numbers, there's encouragement, there's edification. So I'm going to pray for you that, um, first of all, Karen, that you do find a home church where you can grow and be fed and to find a church that is just teaching the Word of God going through it chapter by chapter, verse by verse. So I'm going to personally invite you to Greeley, and it's an easy drive in if you desire to make a drive, a little bit of an effort, but, you know, some people, they say it's worth it. We got people that come from all the way um, in Kersey and from Fort Morgan that come out because they that to them is worth it to be in fellowship. So those are things that you can pray about and, um, I would love to meet you, and we'd love to serve you and your husband in any way that we could and to encourage you and to bless you. So, Father, I just pray for, for Karen as she, too, is also looking for a home church that she can grow in, that she can have fellowship and have relationship with other believers. And, Lord, I just pray you work in her life and her husband. And, Lord, I just pray that you would guide them and direct them and I, I hear the the longing in her heart, and I know that you have a place for her here in northern Colorado. And I also pray that you would just guide and direct. So, Lord, 
I just pray for her that you would just uh, give her resolve to find that place, to be in fellowship, to bless her in every way. And it's in Jesus' name that we pray. Amen. 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 Hey, Karen, just one other quick thought. Um, And it's Uh just a thought um, to give to you. Also, just south of you uh, is um, Longmont. And Nick Cady's in Longmont. He hosts Friday. And he's just a wonderful Bible teacher. Uh, I was at his church on Friday at a pastor's um, uh, breakfast. And just the people serving there. Oh, it was it was wonderful. Warm, warm fellowship. And um, so they're just south of you in Longmont. Uh, Whitefields Community Church with Nick Cady. And um, so you might also consider that as well. And, okay. um, and you know, um, you know, find that church, be in fellowship. God's going to guide you. He's going to direct you in every way. Okay. Thank you. I listen to you guys every single day. And um, I mean, from 24-7, just about, I listen to Grace FM. And I love Good. listening to you. They're so encouraging. Yeah. And, you know, it's great. Grace FM is such a wonderful station. It, it's, I'm very thankful for it. Um, but I tell you what, you're hitting the nail on the head when you say, I need fellowship. I do. And so many, so many people have been isolated for so long through this COVID. And I'm hearing that, that we need to be in fellowship and Gosh. we need to, we miss it. And, and so that is important in our spiritual lives to have that. So I'm going to be praying for that, Karen. And, uh, like I said, you got an invitation from us to drive okay. down the road. We'd love to see you. Thank you so much. You have a very blessed day. Thank you so much. You you bet, Karen. God bless you. Okay. God bless you, too. Uh Uh-huh. 303-690-690-3000. The call-in number, let me say that again. 303-690-3000. we got a couple open lines. The text line is 720-336-0897. We're going to go to Aurora. Tammy. Hi, Tammy. Pastor Jeff. How are you? You're on Calvary Live. Okay, thank you. Um, I was just calling in to request some prayers for um, a man that I met today, and um, his story just really touched my heart. And I just feel like um, I just want to get some prayers out there for him. But um, he he told me a little bit of his story, and um, he was in a very serious accident. And he even lost his leg, and he's been through surgeries mm-hmm. and heart failure and um, just almost died and everything. And it just really touched me, and I, I just um, just want to get some prayers for him. He also told me, you know, he's been through the, you know, um, hating God um, to being angry with God, and he, he just expressed to me that he just doesn't know what to do. And, you know, I told him the Bible will give him the answers and that God is not finished with him and, you know, has something great for him. And so I just want him to be able to have that peace again with God and, and um, just if you could say some prayers. Absolutely. And thank you for calling and, you know, having a concern for him. So, Father, I thank you for Tammy and this divine appointment that she had with this individual that's really struggling, that's been through difficulty and um, just loss and hurt and with an accident and losing a leg and everything else. And Lord, um, you know, you know his heart, you know this individual. And I just pray that you would minister to him your truth, your love, 
Lord, your compassion. You're the one, the Bible says, that you don't break a bruised reed, you don't quench a smoking flax. And Lord, I know that you desire to, to build up, to, to strengthen. And Lord, be with this individual. And Lord, that you put people in his life that would help him and care and listen. And Lord, that he would know that you are working even in the trials and the difficulties that we go through. And we don't understand, but Lord, that we can know that you are still working and have a plan. And Lord, you see us and you care for us. So Lord, I just pray for this one, that you would help him as he struggles, build him up, be the lifter of his head, make yourself more real to him than ever before. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Thank you you so much. You bet. Absolutely. God bless you, Tammy. God bless you. You bet. 303-690-3000, the calling number. You're listening to Calvary Live with Pastor Jeff Figgs. Text line is 720-336-0897. Let's go to Brianna in Pennsylvania. Brianna? Hi. You're on Calvary Live. Thank you. Um, I had a question about... Um, so I have been with my boyfriend for five years and we've lived together now for four years. Um, and we have a baby together. Um, we view our, each other as husband and wife. We call each other husband and wife, all of our friends and family members and even strangers on the street do, but we just have not had the finances to get actually married. Um, and of course, he has sexual desires because he's human and a man. Um, I feel personally that I can hold off on anything like that until we get married. But um, he he really struggles with, with holding off. And um, I'm trying to get closer to God at this point, and he is too, but that's something that he's really struggling with. And so I'm just wondering if that would be sin in God's eyes, or does God view us as married? We've um, prayed together before, saying that we want to be married um, and that we're sorry for our sins, but, um, yeah, I just feel guilty for it. Anytime that we do anything, I feel guilty afterwards. I think, Brianna, because the Lord is convicting you, and He's convicting your heart, and conviction, listen, is not to push you away from Him, it's to draw you to Him. And I think he's calling you into an act of obedience. And the question is, why don't you get married? You can come up with excuses about finances or whatever, but you can get married, you know, um, you know, without having the big weddings and all the other things. And, you know, people can call you husband and wife. Um, I don't know if, you know, if you look at the common law, people say, well, we're common law married. The problem with common law marriage is, it's something that is done to you rather than a decision that you guys make. In other words, a lot of common law, you know, laws that are in different states, they're for the protection in case there is a splitting. Um, that that's why they're in, put in place to protect, you know, the 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 woman, you know, to protect the man, mm-hmm. the possessions. How to do that? I believe that God would have you to be married. And here's the key, Brianna, that it's important that you do what is right now. Um, because I'm hearing the conviction in your heart that you know that you should be married. 
that you should abstain and and live in purity until then. You, you got to put everything else under the blood of Jesus. But mm-hmm. this is important because if there's compromise in your life now, there's going to be a continue to be a compromise. You know, Jesus said, for this okay. reason, a man shall leave his father and mother and become one flesh. And as you come together, and I see where Jesus puts the stamp of approval on the wedding ceremony, what we see in John chapter 2. And and I think that the, the, the coming together and recognizing the wedding ceremony, making it public, making it known, to come together, you know, because some people say, oh, we went up to the mountains and just hug a tree and, you know, we declared ourselves as married. But are you married in the eyes of God in that public ceremony with the witnesses and entering into that covenant of marriage? And I believe that's what God would have you to do. And um, and I believe that that's the conviction that you're receiving from the Lord. And I just yeah. want to pray for you guys that you would move forward in that because you can make all kinds of excuses. Well, I have desires. Of course, there's the desire. Or we don't have the money. But here's the thing. There needs to be a decision that we're going to please the Lord in what he has us to do, and we need to do that now. And I'll I'll guarantee it, Brianna, if you do what God wants you to do, he's going to begin to really bless. And he's he's going to provide. But you need to make the decision that we're going to walk in obedience. And and I say this, Brianna, not just for you, but there's even Christian couples, maybe even some that are listening, that they think it's okay to live together. And it's not okay to live together. He desires the marriage covenant is a holy institution. And God calls it that. And it's it's to be not entered into lightly, but reverently. And, and you know, there's something, you have a child together now. So mm-hmm. I would really pray about we need to be obedient and we need to, um, you know, we need to get married to, you know, I don't know if you belong to a church to talk to your pastors, to work with them, to whatever, okay. but I believe that God would have you want to be married. So, Father, I pray for Brianna, and I, I thank you for her honesty and just bringing this. Yeah. But, Lord, um, she, she also is being convicted, and I pray you bring that same conviction um, to, Lord, her partner, and, Lord, that you would, um, Lord, both of them would seek you, do what's right, and they would move forward in that, knowing that you'll provide for them and bless them, and that they would come together truly in your eyes as they come to the wedding ceremony and stand before you and before others to exchange vows and to enter into that covenant of marriage. And Lord, um, it's a choice that they make. It's not something that's put on them from common law or anything, but to truly desire to please you and to move forward and that you would just um, help them. Um, in that, and to know that there's blessing and that commitment of entering into a covenant of marriage in Jesus' name. Amen. Okay, Amen. Brianna? Thank you so much. You're welcome. God bless you. God bless you. <laughs> God bless you. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Folks, it's important that we do what is right in the eyes of God. And, um, and you know, that I believe that God puts his stamp. You see it in the Old Testament. You see it in John chapter 2, the wedding ceremony. And um, to to stand before God in the wedding ceremony, to exchange rings. Um, and that's my 
what I see in Scripture. They enter into that covenant of marriage. Until then, you stay pure. You stay pure. We've talked about it just last Sunday. We're going to talk about singleness this Sunday um, here at Calvary Chapel, that God says it's good to be married, but he also says be good. Uh, it's good to be single, where you can dedicate yourself to the Lord, but you remain pure, do what's right before the Lord. I don't care what culture says. I don't care what popular. We want to know what the Word of God has to say, and um, he has a lot to say about it. So um, let's go to Jason and Aurora. Hi. Jason. Hello. Hey, how are you? You're on Calvary. I'm good. You're on Calvary Live. Uh, I just um in a little bit of a bind. Okay. My uh, ex-wife is trying to move out of state for a promotion to Utah, and I don't, I don't even know if I can afford to go. And you know, she's just gonna go anyways. And yeah, I don't know what to do. Like, my kids are my life. Yeah. Yeah. Father, I just pray. I just pray for Jason. I can tell he's upset. He's, um, Lord, overwhelmed. I think about David when in the Psalms he was overwhelmed. I think about how he was wondering, it was all concerning a situation with his family, that, Lord, that as he cries to you, that he would know um, that, Lord, that from the ends of the earth, when his heart is overwhelmed, that you're his stability. Lord, you're the one that desires to work. And I just pray that for Jason, that you would just be with him, bring him comfort, bring him strength right now. I pray somehow this family would be able to stay together. And Lord, for you working, you know the situation, you know everything about it. But Jason has done the one thing that he can do, and that is to pray to lift up his kids to you, um, to you know, lift up his, his ex-wife. Lord, that you would work somehow, um, that you would work in Jason, that he would have confidence that, um, that you desire to work, and that he would continue to be the father that you want him to be. And it's in Jesus' name that we pray. Amen. Amen. Thank you. Jason, so sorry. Yeah. But we'll be praying, okay? Thank you. You bet. Absolutely. So hard. All right. So hard. Thank you for your time, though. I appreciate it. You bet. Yeah. 303-690-3000. Got a little bit of time left in the show. And text line is 720-336-0897. Let's go to Byers. Michelle is on line two. Hi, Hello. Michelle. You're on Calvary Live. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm doing good, thank you. Um, I was calling um, because just kind of like one of the other women that had called about um, her church life and stuff like that and... Mm-hmm. just, you know, relationship with the Lord. I'm the, I'm kind of in the same position that she is in, and um, I'm trying to grow more spiritually with the Lord. And um, right now, like, I'm living with my parents because um, I'm living with my parents because um, I just recently, you know, moved back home after a long sense of getting into a lot of the trouble and backsliding and stuff, and I came back mm-hmm. to the Lord. And Good. I miss my old church, and I just feel like I want to continue to grow spiritually and where I'm at and the lack of transportation and stuff I have. I'm I'm not able to get that where I am, and so I'm just, I'm looking for, you know, a way to, you know, a church that I could yeah. somehow get to or just for the Lord to work things out for me as far as my living arrangements and situations and being able to 
go to church and have like constant fellowship throughout the week like I used to when I was with my other church. Yeah. Yeah. And that's so important, especially, you know, with you and kind of this new start and grateful that you have supported your family, but that's going to be a big help to you and, and, um, and to find a place and find a fellowship. Just as we've been talking about throughout this show, it's kind of been a theme of the show this last hour. And, you know, to, to just find that church home, to have that fellowship, that Bible study, to have other women to pray for you. Mm-hmm. I got a lot, a lot of respect and yeah. I got a heart for single moms that it is, I know, hard and difficult, yeah. but God, he sees you and he has a heart for you and, um, and he desires to work. So father, I just pray for Michelle as she calls Lord, just lead her to a place where she can be encouraged that she can find a home and be in fellowship and Lord, um, to, to have fellowship with other believers to be built up and Lord, her living situation, you know, everything about her, you've brought her back to where she is, um, being, you know, helped by family, but Lord, she needs her church family and she needs that so she can be encouraged and blessed and prayed for and loved. And Lord, I just pray that you would do that work in her life and in her heart. And Lord, and um, you would take her to the right place and help her get situated and to draw close to you in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. In Jesus' name. Thank you so much. I really appreciate it. And your show makes such a huge difference. Thank you, Michelle. Michelle, stay close to the Lord, okay? I definitely will. Okay. God bless you. God bless you. Thank you. You bet. Well, that's kind of been a theme of, you know, fellowship and, and it is so important. And sometimes you might have to drive a little bit to, to, you know, the church that you're being fed. Um, but you know, I want to encourage you to find that fellowship group of believers, be encouraged, uplifted. So vital today in the world in which we're living in. Um, I do, you know, I, we've been on the phone lines and I don't like people waiting on the phones. So I've had a few quick announcements as we're getting close to the ending the hour that I do want to let you know that here at Calvary Greeley that we're doing in person on Sunday mornings at 8, 9.30, and 11 o'clock. And we'll be here this Sunday and love to to meet you, serve you and your family any way that we can. we got an incredible children's ministry um, that you can check your kids in, nursery, the volunteers, uh, our directors, Angie Mosley for the children's ministry and Celeste for the nursery. They are wonderful, and your kids are going to be safe. They're going to be cared for. They're going to be loved. We have middle schoolers at the 9.30 and 11 o'clock. We have men's study during the week. Uh, we have young adults on Friday, high schoolers on Saturdays. You can check out our schedule at calvarychapelgreeley.org. But our desire is for your family to be blessed, to serve you, and to continue in the scriptures. We have our midweek on Wednesdays going through Ezekiel online. And we got a lot of things coming up here. We got a, a children's festival coming up the first week of June, 2nd, 3rd, and 4th. And we invite your kids to come if you're in the Greeley area. And it's fearless faith is what the theme is. And we're looking so forward to kids being here. Uh, we got uh, so many things that we got on this uh, you know, calendar that we're going over in the staff meeting today. And so we'd love um, to minister to you in any way that we can. 
as we move forward is it's been a difficult year, over a year. Um, but uh, I just want to encourage you that um, I know some are still doing online. We have online. But if you're ready to be in person, it's going to be helpful. I think it's needed. Um, I know that we still hear that, you know, stay at home, you know, during all of this. Um, be in fellowship and uh, know that the Lord, I think, is going to honor that. I really believe that. And so would uh, want to encourage you in that. So we got so much going on here. But second of all, be in a church that's really dedicated to teaching the Word of God. And um, I know that can be a challenge in some of the communities that you might be in. Uh, but uh, just to be in that place where you're being fed and blessed and, and growing you and your family um, is of vital importance. And that's something that we strive for here uh, at, at Calvary Greeley, to be able to minister to you the Word of God and the love of Jesus Christ. People ask me, what's your vision, Pastor Jeff? It's been the same. You know, next month we're going to celebrate our 25th anniversary as a church. And I'm so grateful that the Lord has allowed me to minister for that long here, uh, me and Sue and those who have come alongside and co-labored with us. But the, the mission is the same, to make sure that the people here are the best fed, best loved sheep in Greeley um, in this community. And we need God's help in that. He's still growing us and maturing us. But be in fellowship. Keep listening to Grace FM supporting grace fm we got a good thing here we really do along the front range with this radio station thank you everyone who called in today had a great day on the show looking forward to being with you again next week god bless you calvary live will be back at the same time tomorrow have a great evening you've been listening to calvary live tune in next time for prayer and god's word